We're back. This week we have spoken about Amsterdam, We've spoken about condom factories, bag bomb, uh, Sam's professional triathlon career. Uh, <laughs> how did we start? Whether people wave or not on the bike. What else have we spoken about? You'll find out when you listen. <laughs> right. Enjoy. <laughs> Right, we're back after some teething issues with Sam's microphone there. The one by podcast like, Hello <laughs> It sounded like it sounded like you got like ten times volume on. <laughs> I'm just really excited. <laughs> Lads, how are we? I'm pretty good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Tom, you alright? Yeah, right? I'm not too bad, thanks. I'm just like rubbing my knee at the moment. <laughs> with rubbing some, your knee. With some that, um Should we know what that means? <laughs> No, I'm just massaging it. Um, no, nah, it's all good. All good. Just yeah, getting rid of my man, you know. I was going like to say, are you on tape a week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What have you done? I, uh, so I did a bit of panic training last week and injured myself doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your, what was your panic training? Uh, I did a 30k run at Ironman. Well, I did 24k at Ironman pace. Uh, like 350s or, well, I don't know, a guess at what Ironman pace would be. Um, felt all right. And then I just went to a barbecue in the evening to celebrate someone's birthday. And it just started getting sore and it's been sore ever since. Um, you should have just kept drinking more and then you'd have mm. not noticed the pain. I, I know. I probably should have done. I, did, I ran then, out of beers. Oh. <laughs> that is a sad um, state of affairs. Yeah. But no, I, then the day after I did like nearly six hours on the bike in the hills. So that probably didn't help. Um. <laughs> and then you hit it with a hammer right that helped too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so is panic trading as stupid as the event no panic trading everyone does panic trading i don't mm. think it's stupid it's just i think i think i think it has a good place in training i think i think normal training is overrated to be honest panic training is the only way <laughs> oh this could be a good talking point has it what's the stupidest panic training you've heard people do um i before Challenge Davos about three years ago. I was riding out on the back roads with uh, Bucko, uh, and he was like, "Oh, I'm doing Davos this weekend," and this was must have been on the Wednesday. I went, "Yeah, I'm just going to go up and down Asquith to make sure I can go up a hill, all right." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Asquith is what five minutes at best, six yeah, minutes. Yeah, Davos sixty. I don't know how how long you're climbing there for. Uh, was that when? Yeah, yeah, sixty minutes. I reckon <laughs> just under sixty minutes to climb. Um, what- was that the year it snowed at the top as well, and then everyone uh, nearly got hypothermia on the descent? I that think it was the year that it. I think it was the yeah. year it just got turned into a run, so it was pointless panic training as well. <laughs> it, my brother did it. He came second. He uh, apparently it was like an individual time trial hill climb to the top, neutralised descent, uh, and then you had I think an unlimited amount. Well, not unlimited. You had like maybe twenty minutes in transition to get ready to go running, and you. The time you run afterwards, you just added your bike and you run together. Did he win? Came second. Ah, uh, okay. But I, I did it a few years ago. I couldn't finish. I had plenty of fasciitis, but it's a it's a really cool race if they get the good weather. It's just did, I did it and it was snowed have, on the top. Did you have plantar fasciitis from panic training? 
No, that was from chronic training. <laughs> chronic overload, mate. My other favourite type of training. Yeah, <laughs> I've done them all. I've done them all. It was the other week, wasn't it, Davos? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Last and I week. think it was a full race. Yeah. Oh, I think the weather was all right. Yeah, which must be the first time in years. Yeah. Yeah, but it's because it's now August and not May or yeah. whenever it was. Like the passes barely opened, and they're trying to put seventy point three on. <laughs> however, however, like it Davos happened that week. Uh, I think two week, uh, ten days ago, or whenever it was last weekend, there was been there was snow in Lavinia, so oh, and really? that's at the same elevation, or like not too far. And it, uh, I mean, on Stelvia, not Lavinia. Yeah, the whole of Stelvia is covered in snow. It's mad, isn't it? It's like middle yeah. of summer, but it but doesn't still- really matter what time of year you host the triathlon in the Alps. It's gonna get some bad weather. And if yeah, I mean, well, we're basically it, on. I don't know why I'm going to Kona to do heat prep because it's about 30 degrees in the UK at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Stay here, save myself a fortune. <laughs> no, you need to get a paint suit. I've seen videos of Dan Bigham wearing them for his hour record. Yeah, I, uh, I was just riding through Huddersfield. What a wonderful place that is. And uh, <laughs> pulled up some lights next to some guy or some guy comes next to me and just goes, Oh, too hot, too hot for biking, too hot, too hot. I was like, no, mate, this, I've been waiting all year, all year for this weather. I was like, I've got three days of it, it's perfect. He's like, nah, nah, too hot, too hot for biking, too hot. I was like, cool, you got anything else to say to me? Like, no, just wanted to tell me that it was too hot. He'd also just like swaggered out the pub and got in his car and they're like, pulled yeah, he's out on the road. Than you. Yeah, I was, well, he's, I was like, are you drunk or are you driving or both? Huddersfield. <laughs> Either way, he's happy. Yeah, he was in a great mood. Then he tooted me as he left. He's like five in drives, so good. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the the driving juice, gin. I At least acknowledge the cyclist. An unnamed friend of the podcast calls gin driving juice because it doesn't count. You can drink gin. So then, so then we were having a few beers after Outlaw and. Uh, me and this person and someone everyone's drinking Guinness and someone ordered a gin and he went fucking hell who's driving <laughs> and like not as a joke as like deadly serious thought someone was driving because they're drinking gin see at the <laughs> wedding we went to the other week people were doing shots and I, it was, I, I went up and ordered some shots and everyone looked at me really weird when I came back to the table with shots of gin but I couldn't think of anything nicer to shot Matt I can't think of anything worse weird shots that is weird I tequila. definitely had tequila, but I, I I love shot you guys. Gin. You guys are doing this all wrong. Tequila isn't a weird shot. Gin is a weird shot. <laughs> nah, but gin's lovely. You don't. I hate. When was gin. the last time you sipped on tequila? But you'll have a gin and tonic. I wouldn't drink a gin and tonic. I'd rather uh, gouge my eyes out with a rusty spoon. Not enough calories in it. <laughs> exactly. That's the only drink. It's the only thing I can't drink. Gin. I absolutely hate it. It just tastes so horrible. I've tried so many times as well because everyone seems to like it, but I'm just not cool enough. <laughs> you need to try it in a shot form. Change your life. This speaking of alcohol, uh, obviously we discussed last week or the week before like terrible excuses for missing after parties. So I got a message last night. I was up late working, and it must have been like half eleven. And uh, it was from Alex Milne, who's just won Ironman Wales. Obviously, there's no male pro field, so uh, age group win. Great guy, phenomenal performance. And he uh, he messaged me like, lads, I need you to discuss this. I think I've hit an all time low. Uh, it got to 11 o'clock and my dad messaged me saying, do you want a lift home? And he just left. Didn't fancy a taxi or anything. He just like, just said yes and just piled out the after party. Oh, stupid. For, it, he literally was like, I'm not sure why, but there was a lift there. So I just took it. To be fair, 
I, I tried to go to an after party last year at, in Dallas and I, I went there, sat down, forced like a few beers down me and then just had to go back up to my room because I was so tired. And I'm assuming this was <laughs> after his Ironman. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, a, day, a, day, a day after, Monday night. Well, yeah, at least, at least he gave it a shot. Right, fair enough. Yeah, he did ask to come on the podcast to defend himself, but I said I couldn't force another mum to, to listen. Three mums <laughs> listening is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he needs to defend himself. I reckon that's fair enough. Oh, okay, fair. Dallas last year. I don't think I went to the after party. I think I drove straight down to the woodlands. Oh, I think you got you guys left it. I think you did because you rate. I think the girls raced a day earlier as well, didn't you? Yeah, I was there for the men's race. I took some pictures, but because I remember yeah. after the women's race, I went into the um, went into the hotel, and Christian Hogenhaug is like wandering around. And I was like, mate, what are you doing? He was like, oh, uh, I'm just looking for a supermarket. I was like, there, there isn't one. He was like, oh, no, no, I've sort of found one. It's like two miles away. I'm just going to go and buy some uh, some some bits. And bear in mind, like, he's racing mate. racing a massive race the next day. And it's like, what what was the temperature, like 35 degrees? Yeah, yeah. Was he, uh, was he in the host hotel? Yes. There was like a bottle shop about 100 metres out the door. Yeah. It I doesn't sound it. like he was after bottles. So... Yeah, so then, <laughs> I'm thinking so want, plain rice, maybe. Yeah, he wanted rice. He want what did he want? He wanted rice, Ew. cereal, water, and some other bits. Supermarkets so like, sell other things, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> they don't sell beers in uh, the, the supermarkets in America. Don't always sell alcohol, do they? You, no, 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 they don't. Depends, it's a liquor store. Yeah, it depends on the state. <laughs> anyway, so caught Christian wondering about is that? Yeah, I'm just going to walk two miles to the supermarket in 35 plus degree heat. I'm back with a race the next day. I was like, get in the car. Drove him to the supermarket. He, he was like, oh, sweet, I've got a lift now. So bought like, you know, 10, 15 litres of water, like two of the massive bottles, loads of cereal, loads of snacks, like loads of sweets for the evening, everything. Gets there, credit card declined. So not only did I give him a lift to the supermarket, I bought his shopping <laughs> and then gave him a lift home. I was like, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> We, we all know walking in America, and I think you. This is more oh, yeah. your story to tell than Sam. I think you take. You can't walk anywhere fast, like because you can't jaywalk. Like there's so many cars, the roads are just so busy. Like a two mile walk wouldn't have been like a two mile walk in the UK. It would no. have been. And half the time they just way, don't have like pavements. They're just like on yeah. there because they're not used to anyone walking, especially in a place like that where it's so hot. Dallas was yes, it was ridiculous. It was insane. Um, but yeah, I, I bailed on the after party. Couldn't do it. There wasn't so, really much. I think because Kona was pretty soon as well. Uh, so yeah. People weren't going mental. Well, yeah, we we stayed in the woodlands and then flew straight to Kona for like three weeks or whatever. So you're you're going. What's your plan for Kona? Then you're flying out to take like photos and do stuff like that. Yeah. So I am going for three weeks to work with Ruth, basically. <laughs> Uh, nice so I fly out on the whatever the Tuesday is like 23rd 24th of September um, and just 6th isn't it oh yeah something like that cool <laughs> that'll do it um, and, mate it's all the same at the minute all the days just merge into one I just open the calendar see what I'm doing that day and just crack on yeah so just filming we'll be doing YouTube stuff I'd quite like to work with a few more athletes uh, or I'm able to work with any athletes but yeah try and shoot as many people and then I'll shoot the race as well, so that'd be cool. I've just got, I don't know if you've seen, but like this very boring chat, but I've got a new bit of software, so now 
any race I shoot, athletes can search for their photos by a selfie. How does that work with a helmet on? If you've got an aero helmet and visor and stuff? Uh, the bit, the number on the front. Uh, okay. That's what that's what number stickers are generally So if you've got to but... write a number on your forehead, take the selfie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems if anyone to does work. that, send us some pictures. Yeah, exactly. It seems to work pretty well. I tested it on, well, I tested it yesterday from my shots from the weekend at Outlaw. And uh, yeah, so far so good. So that's quite, quite fun. It just means I can actually put shots in front of more people rather than ever have to scroll for ages. Yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. When you click on an album and it's like 500 photos, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, and then you get, well, my Outlaw one from this weekend was 3,000. So I was like, well, no one's scrolling through 3,000 photos. <laughs> Commitment if they do. Yeah, I was going to say, if you are, yeah, fair play to you. Are you going to have a miscellaneous file that you can find funny stuff from the races? Yeah, I was going to say, what goes in there? <laughs> the after party <laughs> Just shots. Just like random, <laughs> random shots. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're you, chatting you, you about... are setting yourself up for loads of jokes with your business, by the way. Going out and filming, getting some more, uh, trying to f- film a few more athletes out in Kona, trying to get a group together, a bit of a gang. What? <laughs> 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 it's a slippery slope, Tom. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I did wonder why you never like spending time in the UK. um speaking of your racing so i had a very fun chat with um another member of the bishop family on sunday and he is looking for the worst song for you to walk out to at the pto next pto open race you're at oh he claims he'll pay you 500 pounds if it's so embarrassing you're dying inside um so we'll take I got bitches by A to M. <laughs> well, I thought we should do the. Have you heard the Patrick Langer song? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. Heard <laughs> go, go on is Spotify he, he, and search. Kona winner and musician. Patrick, no, he's not done it himself. His old coach has done it. Patrick Langer by Running Wolf. So you should work out, walk out to the chorus of that. It's just like I'm gonna have to play it now, aren't I? Wait, let me see if my Spotify will play out my phone. We're going to get taken down for content, stealing content. I mean, as long as Patrick doesn't doesn't dob us in, I think we'll be all Patrick right. Patrick won't care. <laughs> He'll love it. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you it's go. Like, it's like the, the worst start to like a crime movie I've ever heard. <laughs> You just search Patrick Langer by Running Wolf on Spotify and you can have that one for free. <laughs> As if it's on Spotify. The best thing is Patrick himself showed me. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've got to own it, haven't you? You can't. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. other way about it. It's so good. Right. Okay. If if I make the top 10 of a PTO race, or this applies to Lucy as well, because it's more like her to me, her to me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, people should submit a song and we'll, we'll like work out which one's the worst we'll one to walk out to possible. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll sign her up for that without, without a nod. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you just, do, you just do admin stuff, and you're just like, yeah, she won't even know. Uh, no, exactly. So, so Lucy is coming Josh out to the Patrick Langer chorus. Well, really? <laughs> Ashes yeah. wasn't bad in America. I can't remember what it I mean, was, it, but it wasn't bad. Dinner in Singapore, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't... It was... It, it, 
It was like ACDC or something like that. Yeah, it was similar in Singapore. I can't remember what it was. uh... Fair. Your brother also wants to know, is it acceptable to wear normal sunglasses in a race or does it have to be sports sunglasses like an Oakley's or other Uh, brands available? Well, it depends on the race. A triathlon or a a marathon. Uh, I, I, I know people have raced in like kind of your classic just like casual sunglasses mates like it was like jesse thomas jesse thomas did the aviators didn't he that was his thing yeah didn't uh leon chevalier wear like casual yeah he's trying to take he's trying to take the mantle isn't he yeah i think it looks pretty cool to be fair i i've done some uh track sessions and just normal sunglasses yeah uh do they have to be sun god sun god ones hashtag ad I'm uh, not sponsored by Sun God anymore, mate. Okay. <laughs> Is this a story? <laughs> no. I'm really got a helmet and glasses. They're good. So they just released a new a new sunglasser, which you'll be seeing in the uh, welter if you look closely. <laughs> if you look closely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But luckily, I've got some facial recognition software that'll tell, that'll tell you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I reckon, but, I reckon normal sunglasses is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I tend to be of the. I just if I go for, if on the odd chance I go for a run, I just pick up whatever the sunglasses are near the door. Yeah, that therefore means they're probably not yours. Uh, no, I tend. I reckon I've got the most lying around the house. Probably because I'm don't the run least. in sunglasses very often. Just just in races. I don't cycle in glasses at all ever. That's which everyone that finds me really out. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate not being able to see what's going on, and if I've got sunglasses on, I can't see the back of the camera. And yeah, I'm away. I'm away. You can buy clear lenses, but I like, can't see when I've not got glasses on because my eyes are just like streaming. Yeah, I'm just so used to it now. It's the film of Bugs Life when they're all like trapped on the or the bugs like flying to a windscreen. I just imagine your eyeballs are like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do get. It's like, how long have you been here, man? I do get. <laughs> I do get a few flies in my eye, but nothing too crazy. Uh, no, not, not for me. <laughs> this brings me on to a story of when I was out riding at the weekend. That I know I'm going to get called out for, so I've got to say it. Last weekend, we were in uh, Loughborough for a few days. I was with um, Sam and my mate Rusty, just catching up, having a few beers and stuff. And we caught this like group of older guys. It must have been about six of them. And we caught them at this little roundabout just before like maybe a 90 second to two minute hill, you know, like a little spike kind of thing. So I, we just kind of were going round, and I was like on your right and then started like moving around the group. And the guy at the front took it on himself to like shut the door on me. So I'm like, <laughs> so with three people across, he surges the guy next to him and just starts like attacking me up the hill. So I'm like on the white line, have nowhere to go because he's kind of baiting me out on one side and there's no one on his inside. I was like, well, I'm not undercutting him because he'd probably just put me into the hedge. And uh, so I was like, on your right, mate. And he just like looked back and then kept surging. I was like, no, I'm not having this. So I dropped about 900 watts and uh, went round. He must've been about 70, this bloke. And Rusty and Sam, obviously neither of them came with me, were like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> like, just watching me fully nibble at some old man and like, put him away. <laughs> it was so bad. I was uh, so angry for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> he was probably on an e-bike as well. You yeah. won't have even noticed. 
<laughs> you're just fighting a losing battle. I was like, why am I even? And then the worst bit, just after I went round him, we turned left and they went straight on. <laughs> so Rusty and Sam didn't even pass him, and I didn't even need to pass him. Oh, it was bad. Uh, old, old boys are tough. Like, if you, I reckon it was like a couple of weeks ago, I was on the back roads. And I bumped into Joey, who's Alex's younger brother, and we're on TT backs together. And I'd passed, as I caught him, I'd passed these two guys. And one of the guys had like jumped on me. And he stayed with me for like 20K. And I tried <laughs> to take him out the back door a couple of times. And he was like, just, I would not, would not get dropped. He was like breathing so hard to stay. And then you're like, you get really annoyed. And then when you're like, you pull off or he pulls off, he's like, Oh, thanks, guys. You're like, oh. he just wanted to stay. Like, it's probably his excitement of the day, yeah. isn't it? Like, well, and he's probably been doing it for years, just kind of riding his bike. Who knows? He could have been a, yeah, an ex-pro yeah. rider. On our, on sure. my pre-race ride in Copenhagen, I rode with Thor, the BMC guy, and yeah. uh, and his his girlfriend Laura Madsen, and I was like fully disc wheel, deep front TT bike, like everything but my aero helmet, like ready to go, and um this guy did the same jumped on the back and start first thing he said like oh do you mind if just sit here for a minute i was like well yeah just don't do anything stupid he was like oh well i've only got one gear because this is like denmark on the coastal road where it's just a bike path no cars completely flat no corners and it's like 20k long he's like oh yeah you know just i fell off here last week how on earth have you fallen off on this straight bit of flat perfect tarmac with no corners i was like well maybe just hang back a bit then (laughs) <laughs> so we started like so he just like jumped on so started like right we'll just maybe just crank it up a little bit to see if he can drop him off and anyway Thor then gets a little bit excited cranks it up cranks it up and we dro- <laughs> he's like guys guys slow down and we're like we're not slowing down for you he's like no no you've dropped your girlfriend <laughs> so Thor, Thor and Shell Blora trying to get rid of this guy <laughs> it was funny yeah. classic same same Tommy are you mixing beers there have you got two different ones no, I finished one. Uh, I was going to say, you had a bottle a minute ago, now you're in a can. I thought you were doing like yeah. beer and cider. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, finished one and then on, on another one. So. Hero. Clocky, speaking of beers, Clocky, I had a couple of beers with Clocky last week, Will Clock, and he reckons he dropped a 5.09 beer mile with a 65 first lap on the track. When? Mm, a few years ago. I have heard he's, he was good at beer miles, to be fair to him. Um, what I want to know is if you dropped to 65 on the first lap and you went 509 how slow was your last lap <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he's he's got excited there hasn't he <laughs> so he does the time include yeah, drinking, drinking. The beer? yeah of course so he must have run quicker than a 65 really oh uh, don't no no he I think he clocked oh. to 65 and then uh, right okay and yeah. then so it could have been like a, more like a 72 yeah which which is what 4.45 so he's not lost a huge amount of time true that is true depends how quick he's sinking the beers yeah I reckon on a track though it'd be pretty uh, pretty gnarly you could hit some I would, pace couldn't you yeah I would have fancied myself beer mile a few years ago but I've lost my speed since going middle yeah I think he also said he chundered which in the new rules you're not allowed to do what not allowed to I what you just get disqualified DQ. Yeah, you can't chunder. Surely it's good after the bloke who chunders and keeps going. I think you can chunder, but then it's too easy, isn't it? Because you just smash the beer down and then vomit it as you're running around. That's not a nice yeah. 
experience. I, I didn't say. Chundra I didn't say it was nice. It's fast fair. though. Is it? Well, yeah, because then you don't have to hold the liquid in your stomach. You just pick something gassy <laughs> that you know you know is coming straight back up, and off you go. What a horrible uh, tactic that would be. All I want is Budweiser because it's so fizzy that I want to sick it up. I'm going Sprite. <laughs> yeah. With a yeah. shot of gin in it. Can't so be non-alcoholic. No, I'm not doing this gin shot nonsense. <laughs> change your life. It'll change your life. Yeah, for the worse. <laughs> You're all about being sick running around a track is a good thing. Oh, mate, it's better than drinking gin. I think I'd rather do that. <laughs> I hope. That, well, I wonder what the Kona beer mile will be like this year, if there'll be one. Someone's gonna have to take that. But I can't. I can't. It's not my. I'm not. But, I'm not got it in me to organise that. I'm not gonna. If you organise it, you don't have to do it. Ah, that is good. I'll just do the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get. I can't get chicked by someone like Daniela on a beer mile. But it has to be warm cask ale. Yeah, the Americans don't really do it. Well, do they? Not in Kona. Kona, Kona beer's nice, but it's more like log. The lageries ones are good. All right, it would be easier with British British ale. Yeah, and a actual glass, not a can. Yeah, yeah, can or bottle, uh, glass or bottle. Yeah, or like a, at least a cup. Yeah, can would be horrible because it just froths everywhere when you crack it open. Yeah, I would be keen to try one, but I'm also not in any rush to. Well, I mean, like we can just add it to the list with our Centurion challenge that we signed ourselves up for. Yeah. I reckon whenever, if I ever race Skipper, I'll uh, sign up for his one the next day because he, yeah. he does them all the time now, doesn't he? After yeah. Races. I wonder if it'll be any good after Nice on Monday. Yeah. Is is the race on Sunday, by the way? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'll double check now, but I'm looking forward to it. Who who have you got your money on? Uh, Rudy, maybe. Oh yeah, he's been he's been quiet since he smashed himself up, hasn't he? Yeah, I I reckon he's gonna go nuts on that bike course. I think Charlie has like, got a better chance. Like smash Leon, the bike uh, yeah. yeah, I don't want Jan to win. Border right. on calling him a goat. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm backing my boy. I, Patrick. I reckon Patrick will yeah. probably be pretty good. I'm, I'm backing the boy. Yeah. He can also. I've got it. He can also Sunday. Um, Sunday yeah, race start. Yeah. Seven a.m. Age group, 6.50am men. So that's what, 5.50 UK. Get seated for the day. Are they going sub eight? Uh, I haven't seen the bike course, so I don't know how much elevation it's two and there and a half is. It's 2,500 metres of climbing, I think. It's fast climbing I've, as well though, isn't it? I've got from yeah. a fairly unreliable source that um, that road bike that Laidlow was riding is just for training and he's not racing on it. Yeah, that was interesting to see I, I, that. I, yeah, I, I think he, his sponsors probably wouldn't allow him to race on the road bike as well. I'm amazed they allowed him to put the photo out. So for everyone that hasn't seen that, there's a photo of Laidlow riding a Canyon Air Road with the a Canyon monobar like specially fitted to the front. So it's like TT bars on the front of the road bike. I think there's just too much flat stuff on the bottom and the top in the full to justify a road bike. In the half gust, I've got away with it, but on a full, I think yeah. you just bleed You just bleed time unless you're in a massive pack, which there could very much be a big say, pack. We, we all know about Ironman and packs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam's it onto one, though. Like, when you're in British winter, when you're training, and you want to go on your TT bike, and literally the weather's foul, and you just don't want to take your TT bike out because it's yeah. absolutely smashed. Like, get in an old aluminium frame set up with, like, a nice 
a couple of like TT bars, like not like as closely positioned as possible. Like it's not a bad idea. It's like getting a road frame set up with TT bars. Yeah, um, it just I think fit- Tom Davis has done it actually, hasn't he? How but, close can you get it to a TT fit though? Uh, on a road jump, I reckon with a with a, the right step length and stuff. Not, I mean, as close as you can. It's yeah, it yeah. is winter, I suppose, but um, but yeah, it's one thing like I like I, I had to ride a bit over winter on my TT bike, and it and literally had to clean my bike every single time because I knew it would just get destroyed otherwise. Yeah. And if you could like figure out a way to kind of convert your racing bike or an old bike of yours into into tt training bike for winter riding then that would yeah be it would be good especially in the uk where it's just so miserable the roads yeah 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 yorkshire is not the one yeah. speaking of riding in the uk this brings me on to a question a pretty good question i had uh, one of my better ones if i say so myself <laughs> where, where in the uk where is the line that people stop waving to you when you ride past them. The line is in like the north south or Yeah, so like so obviously in the north most people will wave to you. Yeah. Whereas in the south, no one will wave to you when you ride past them. Really? So so at what point does that stop? And is it hard border? I mean, I'll I'll be at a race I've never ridden further south than Coventry. You're not missing I don't much. Think. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't know, probably there then. In Derby does it, it everyone could... wave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's not a Midlands yeah. thing. It's, it it's nah. must be the South. The South. It's probably people who have just bought bikes and not really kind of grown up the cycling culture because I, I reckon there's probably certain pockets of people in the South who will ra- wave to each other. Oh, and I mean, like, I, I agree. But... If you go around Richmond Park and there's like 10,000 cyclists there with you, you're probably not going to... You'd have to ride no-handed to wave at everyone. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you're, still, you're still like... Yeah, I just was curious. I still give it a go because I, I was trying again to your brother about this and we were in agreement. Like I always say hi to everyone, even if they're like mountain bike, horse, whatever. Just give on the canal. Like, I usually say hi to people if they're not being twats. Um, yeah, so I think it's fair fair game. But then when you're in the South, everyone's just like, doesn't even nod. You don't even get the nod. That's when you know. Yeah, but you don't always get that broad either as well. So I guess True. down south is as far as abroad for us. Especially when you're not wearing kit like mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Dimmerland doesn't wave. Yeah, have you seen him out and about? <laughs> Saw him in Lavinia quite a few times, never waved so, once. So where's Tom, Michael? if you're listening, wave. Yeah, exactly. Where's, yeah. <laughs> where's your best mate, Michael Matthews? He waves every time. Michael Matthews, Remco waves, uh, Kiatowski. But we've been at, like, if you rode past the lads in Leeds, even if they didn't know who you were, they'd wave. And I was down in yeah. riding in Loughborough the other week and rode past, like, a group of the triathletes down there. They obviously had no clue who I was and all waved. And it's almost odder, especially if it's someone you know, it's it's weirder when they don't wave. Well, the, yeah, that's, the just, only exception, that's just being, called it being ignored, Sam. <laughs> the only exception that means, when that I means they wave. don't like you. <laughs> I was about to say, like... It's hard when you're on TT bars, when yeah. you're like look, when you're like pretty arrow and tucked, and you're like looking down but trying to look up, and then you just suddenly like see someone. Like yeah. I sometimes like flick my hand up, but I can't, you can't always wave when you're like in TT position or something like that. What about when you're racing? Do you ever wave when on the marathon? No, you know when like people say hi, like give a nod to their fans on the marathon, or. <sighs> You know, like on the run, obviously not on the bike. I'm not expecting I'm you to wave. I'm picturing an out and back in an Ironman and you're waving at every person coming the other way on the bike. No, to your fa- friends and family. 
Ja, ja, ja. <laughs> <laughs> I get well annoyed when people don't wave back in the bike in an Ironman. <laughs> yeah, all 3,000 people. You know, and like, you, my arm and obviously, like, because I swim rubbish, every time I overtake them, I just pull up alongside for a chat, you know, like, hi, mate, how's your day? <laughs> I had to do that. at the. I was at a gravel race at the weekend, and I was there pretending to be OTE. So they gave me a jersey, and I was roaming feed. So I... Right. I had like 20 gels in my pockets and every single person I went up to, I passed because I, I got a puncture like 50 meters in. So I was passing loads and loads and loads of people and every single one of them, I had to ask them if they needed a gel. And some people took it really personally. Like I was telling them they needed a gel. <laughs> I was like, I'm supposed to be a good like brand representative here. I'm just going around insulting people. <laughs> you need a gel, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, do, do you look? Do I look like I need one? I'm like, do you want one? <laughs> That's like said, asking someone if they're tired. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, thing. you should have yeah. just said, yeah, mate, you've blown your doors. Yeah, or people are like, oh, yeah, God, and what do you have? And I'm like, you probably want a caffeine gel. <laughs> <laughs> How was the old gravel event? You're up so, at Raiders, right? Was it yeah. Raiders? Yeah, Raiders three day event. I got there. I got there on the last day because um, Lucy raced National 10 the day before. And Congrats, Lucy. What a great result. Well, I'm now picking Lucy's races based on how well they look. They make me look from that TT we did together. Of so course, she comes, yeah, yeah. She comes second at National 10. It makes me look better for what, my And TT. what was the gap to first? Uh, 40 seconds. Oh, so you'd have won National 10. I reckon I'd have, if I was a, a woman, I'd have won National 10. On a road bike. Uh, well, you were no, on a road bike that day, no right? Chance. I was on a road. I was on a road bike. Yeah, that you were day. on a road bike. Yeah, he beat Lucy by like three yeah. minutes on a road bike. So we'll call it, it a minute a, and a half. It was a slightly hillier course. National Ten was down pro- probably the busiest dual carriageway I've ever seen. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, re- I, don't, I don't think you were riding sub twenty on a road bike, mate. <laughs> I've never ridden sub twenty on a TT bike, mate. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was that was a cool event. But Raiders. I got there, everyone told me gravel's amazing, it'll change your life. I got there, I had five pints, I sat on a beanbag, watched live music, I had a pizza, I had some chips, and then I went to bed and it was wicked and I hadn't touched my bike. So like my first five, six hours of gravel racing without doing any cycling was probably the best event I've ever been to. And then I had to get on my bike in the morning. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I got, I got, so it was 60k neutral, I got a puncher, 50 meters into the gravel which was after 6k and then i rode pretty pretty hard for an hour and a half and then i got another puncher and then i got another puncher and then i ran out of inner tubes so then i had to pump up all my inner tubes that were punctured and work out which one had the slowest leak and put that one in (laughs) and then stop six more times because that one was going down and pump up did you buy your bike off alistair no, I lent my bike off a mate. I got given it on the Friday night, and the first time I rode it was the Saturday afternoon. And it was a cyclocross bike, not a gravel bike. So I think it, I think, I think I shot myself in the foot a bit there. The hour and a half that I rode hard, I had a great time. So just, what you're saying is the gravel event would be better without the gravel. So it was on the bits I enjoyed were on like hard, compact sand. So all the rocky, gravelly right. bits. But prior to that, the bits you enjoyed didn't involve cycling. Yeah, they involved just like live music and beers and pizza. That's what I mean. So 
So the gravel event would be better if you didn't do any of the gravel bit. You just had the if event. I if I didn't have a bike with me and in the morning they all rode off and I got to sit there and have a coffee and wait until like lunchtime to have another pizza and beer. Mate, that just sounds like you're jumping triathlon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to race this weekend. <laughs> it was terrible. I had twenty four gels in my pocket and I got rid of four of them. So I'm putting that down to why I got so tired and hot so, as well. You can now order your OTE pizza range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're so, carrying, carrying them round instead. So if I rode past anyone who's listening at the weekend and said, you need a gel, Wait, you passed don't, our take mums. It, don't take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> you rode past our mums. <laughs> we only have, you only have three listeners, Sam, and I'm pretty oh, sure you yeah. didn't see any of them out on a bike. No. <laughs> well, I can I only speak for my mum. <laughs> my mum's in the country but I don't think she was out cycling but yeah gravel if you were on the right bike and, did, well, and you didn't have to use it and just did all of the sitting around bit best best event I've ever been to uh, but is that also because the weather was good like if you'd had the weekend a couple of weeks ago where it just lashed for three days would you have had any fun at all well we wouldn't know because the last text I sent to someone who was up there before we set off was, is it raining? And they said no. And if it was, if they said yes, I'd have just gone home. I wouldn't have even bothered yeah, going. Okay. So where was National 10? Uh, As in, like, just, why were you up there? Well, see, I thought we were up there, but we kind of weren't. It was just north of Newcastle. Oh, so still and a then, good two hours up to Kilda, hour and a half. Uh, no, Kilda oh, was, was halfway. Kilda? No, it was, oh, like, right. it was west of Dumfries. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It was like three and a half hours. I thought oh, it would be Newcastle and then we'd just cross the border and we'd be in Scotland. But no, we had to drive all the way across the country. Yeah, Scotland's massive. It's deceiving. Yeah. I yeah. like that riding up just not. So my dad's best mate has got a house in Wide Open, which is like north Newcastle, like as in like the top edge of the city next to the airport. And I was there for, I had to like isolate there for a few weeks the year COVID started and then just went back just stayed there for a bit of time and all the training around there is so nice the riding is real good like up towards Kielder and Bellingham and that sort of stuff is a nice part of the world yeah I did we did a ride on the Saturday so Lucy wanted to do more training after National 10 so we did a <laughs> we did a ride near Kielder Forest and it was it was wicked Apart she's from been talking to Tom too much she's gonna have plenty <laughs> of fasciitis soon nah <laughs> I, I'm not about the uh, extra training around racing I, I'd be on the beers <laughs> I'd be on the beers you wouldn't be in on the beers the race started at 20 past 7 she finished at 10 to okay, no, I'd, have waited at... until, I'd have waited outside the pub until 11.50 but that's like I'd got out of bed at like not not late but not early like eight, half 8 and you, I'd seen your Instagram story Sam of like all the racing warm up done finished I was like have I missed something here because it's like 8 o'clock in the morning and they've the... already warmed up raced everything the first junior was off at six. Grim. Yeah, I I I had to go put five. I don't think I've got to put five for a for a race with Lucy this year yet. Anything outside of going to the airport? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apart from that, maybe. But wait till you yeah. get to Iron Man, mate. Them three a.m. alarms, four a.m. alarms. Oh, I yeah. We um, our maze starts at seven thirty. Does it? Yeah. What's the cut off? I don't know. Yeah, not, not, that you, not that you should be worried. I'm either, I'm either like going to be at the front or DNFing, so okay. um, yeah. Is this your last race of the year? 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, speaking of like good places to visit, uh, Sean and I are going to go go in the van for ten days afterwards, and yes, we're thinking yeah. of like UK or Europe. Um, if the weather's like it is at the moment, obviously UK will be wicked, but it looks like it's going to rain again next week. So. Yeah, uh, trying to figure out where I'm to good. go. I'll be in Any suggestions? So. Let us know in the uh, on the old Instagram. Though to be fair, Jack, you have been around Europe a lot on your bike. Have you any? suggestions have the best place slovenia slovenia it's a long way to drive mate (laughs) (laughs) so you basically you basically wanted me to say belgium (laughs) well anywhere in belgium and i know sam you've been there as well like it's going to be en route either on the way there on the way back the best city the best city that side that we cycled through was strasbourg okay which is like on the border of germany just yeah. north of switzerland obviously it's in yeah. france so that's probably not a million miles to drive to strasbourg um yeah. that was really cool we wish we'd have spent a bit or we are actually starting our ride from there next year i think so oh sick uh, nice. or we might finish there depending on which way around we go but yeah why was it so good just like a really nice i hate the word vibe but like <laughs> like the cafe culture was good the loads of cool little bars like rivers running through it canals and stuff so like lots of different settings nice architecture um young attractive people yeah good it looked like a good setup Sweet. i mean if you are going to go anywhere in belgium the only real answer is leuven leuven yeah leuven strasbourg I've tried to convince Sean to go to Interlaken so I'd love it there. It's worth Surely if you go to Leuven, you can do a... Oh, go on. Go on. No, you go first. If you go to Leuven, you can do the Stella Factory tour. Oh, really? <laughs> there, he, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surely you've got to spend a bit of time in Amsterdam as well. I raced in Almere in 2019 oh, and went to party in Amsterdam afterwards and it was mega. We, yeah, yeah. We've got an extra... So, races Saturday going to Amsterdam Sunday spending the night in Amsterdam on Sunday yeah sweet Amsterdam um, so I used to go for some weird reason my parents used to take us on holiday there once a year my parents are not into oh, the classic why. Amsterdam culture well I used to go to some like <laughs> holiday park but they um, just wanted to get the fucking gang yeah <laughs> If you'd met my parents, that is so funny because they couldn't be further from that. But it is quite... Little do you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, when my mum listens to this, I'm sure I'll get a message. But anyway, so we used to go to Amsterdam, we used to go to Amsterdam once a year. So I've been. Oh, it's one of my favourite cities. It's so, so much fun. So much happening. Yeah, no, we're actually looking forward to it. We, we went there for our 21st, like me and my brother and a few school friends and... Nice. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was a so wait, so you're going this year for Sean's 21st? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I laugh at that when she listens to it next week. <laughs> oh, we're on fire today. <laughs> I'll take it to the condomery, mate. You know, the, uh, the, the the shop that just sells like unique condoms. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, but it's all like the sex music. So, we, so we you, were know, like... you know, the condom shape it has like a little nib at the top. Yeah, they have like it, not this, the nib, shop just has to be like clear. literal like animal shapes of like the nibs and <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, you get a glow in the dark one and do some magic tricks. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when we were like 14, 15, we were out there and we took one of my mates from school, and uh, <laughs> we, 
And my my parent, my mum tells this story really well. She lost him, completely lost him, had no idea where he'd gone. Like, was like, I'm going to have to call his parents. I've lost him in Amsterdam. We have no idea where Kieran is. Uh, and he's just wandering around the sex museum for about six hours. Sick. <laughs> It was so funny, but right, I feel like we've uh, we've really uh, digressed there. We've lowered the tone quite a lot. There's no standard. Yeah, so this brings me on to my final topic. This is a tenuous link, but we'll roll with it. So I saw it on Instagram the other day. People are finally catching on. Have I told you about my cow udder cream? So about two, three years ago, I met this guy who uh, was like, oh, mate, do you have issues with... The conversation was like going a bit before this he didn't just walk up to me and ask me this but we're talking about chafing in races and i was like yeah i always chafe so bad in ironman races he's like mate you need to try this stuff uh it's called bag balm and it's designed for ca- anti-friction cream for cows udders it's like a super thick vaseline i changed your life so i've been importing it from the u.s ever since uh, <laughs> I've never had no idea to start on that. Yeah, I, I've heard of this before. I bought some chamois cream, which was originally designed for cows udders as well. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a similar sort of thing. But it, it was like white. It wasn't like vas- It wasn't like Vaseline. Right? Oh, this is like Vaseline, but has a weird, slightly chemically smell because it's obviously from the US, so they put whatever they want in it, and like super thick. Like you can't get it off once you. Like obviously you can, but. If you accidentally put a bit on your arm, it'd be on there for like three days. Suddenly, I feel like the most normal member of this. <laughs> but if you've got a link, send me out. I might buy some. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the one Kieran, race you're going to do in your would life. definitely like some of that. <laughs> no doubt he'll send us a message. Kieran's always going on about how his like, nipples are chafing him. Oh mate, it's the one bag bomb in London. Um, obviously, it just lashed down for the marathon, start to finish. The weather was horrific. Yeah. I didn't have a single bit of chafing. Bag bomb cha- changed your life. Vermont. It says on the tin. I've got it next door. It says on the tin like Vermont's number one cow udder protection or something like that. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that was a problem with cows. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But yeah. So soon there'll be a horde of... I, I only just bring it up because I... So I've been using it a couple of years and I saw on Instagram someone finally came on the hype like the last couple of months. So I wondered if word was word was spreading of the, the mythical cream. So why don't you just like set up a business of importing it in yeah, the sure. UK selling it as an actual thing? Rather than 226, the one by The one by Bag Bomb. Jack Special Loop. <laughs> We could get Patrick some for his rash after the uh, the triathlon hour. <laughs> Tell Jack Kelly he needs to get some for Patrick. <laughs> right. I actually listened to one of his podcasts the other day, and he t- he he mentioned me as an ex-professional triathlete. Oh, really? Did yeah. How did you just happen to listen to the one that you were mentioned in? Someone told me to listen to it because they were talking about me and Lucy and he was like, you'd be amazed at what he said. Which which episode is it? I'll have to go and listen. Uh, I'll find the message. It was... Or was it the like four hour one after the US Open? Yeah, it was that one. It oh, was sweet. Four, well, it was that four hours? It was like three and a half hours, wasn't it? Oh, wow. It was about two and a half hours in. So you got to skip to two and a half hours and he, he calls me a professional triathlete. <laughs> oh. He, he asked me and Aaron to do the what like the same one but after Singapore, and like I was like, mate, I've, 
I'd, I've got nothing to say. I had a puncture, like. like <laughs> I heard you said, end. I'm really sorry, mate. I've got a popular podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you want, you can come on the one by, but we're not so talking he, about it. <laughs> when he when we when he wanted to do it, me and Aaron actually just decided to go and play cricket with the lads. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had more important to do. <laughs> Fair, right. I think we should. Uh, I think we should end there before we say anything else stupid, or before I say anything else stupid. Cheers, lads. We'll uh, yeah, same time next week. If everyone has enjoyed the episode, if they could actually follow us on Instagram and give us a like or whatever you do on Spotify or Apple, that would be great, so that uh, we can get more mums listening to listening to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Right, we'll chat soon. Alright. See ya.